This is Lachlan Rouston. This is Raf Freeman, and you're listening to the fittest podcast in Australia, The Mind Muscle Project. All right, welcome back to this episode. We're going to be talking about the lies that come from Netflix food documentaries. Uh, there's not been a new one for a while, which makes me sad, right? Because it doesn't give us an opportunity to absolutely rip them in half, but... That is what we'll do anyway today. Uh, the, the purpose of this podcast, for those of you watching... The last one was Seaspiracy. Was that the last one? That's true. I that was. That. Yeah, yeah. Seaspiracy. Yeah, Seaspiracy. That was awful. Yeah, Seaspiracy. Yes. Uh, so, we're going to talk about why these, you know, really popular food diet-based documentaries that Netflix puts out, uh, what, what's really going on behind them. This is not a video about conspiracies. This is a video debunking conspiracies uh which is essentially what all these these fad diets and uh, all these hidden agendas are coming across in the documentaries and the reason we do this is because like there are folks out there at home and our parents and you know and people that we know that are not in our industry that don't know anything about this stuff and they watch this and they think wow i, I didn't realize like if i ate eggs it would be the same as smoking cigarettes like they put pretty dangerous messages out there like oh if i just like cut all meat and all dairy and i just go fully vegan I like increase my fitness by 4,000%. And like, I'm not exaggerating when I say these things. Like, just some of the bullshit that comes out. But anyway, we're going we're gonna to go through all the important points. Stick around to the last one. That's going to definitely be the most pertinent of all. But um, let's jump into it. So, uh, list, out, to, list out some of these docos for yeah, us. Yeah, I want to clarify these. Like, this is the Hall of Fame of shit documentaries. <laughs> so, Game Changers, I feel like, special place in hell for Game Changers. Yeah. Seaspiracy, which I forgot about, but just remembered. That's the... Uh, that's why, why seafood was so bad, right? The vegan thing. Cowspiracy, a vegan thing. Oh, yeah. What the health was a vegan thing. But I'm not just not just a vegan thing. Sugar film was like, why sugar's really bad. Food ink, forks over knives, uh, knives, superfoods. I guess it kind of all started with the McDonald's ones back in the day. Super, Super size, size me. me, yeah. That's like the OG nutrition documentary, which really was a piece of shit itself as well. Like yes. it was really enjoyable to watch. But right. like the... He ate McDonald's for like 100 days or something, right? Yeah, only and, ate McDonald's and had to supersize every time they offered a supersize. Okay, and, and that, really that was sick. in the days where they always are. After that film, they stopped asking for supersizing. Yeah. Just an upsell. Was when so was that movie? Two thousand and three. Oh, yeah, I can like two thousand two around that. Yeah, it was like, like around Bowling for Columbine. Yeah, yeah, was the other really famous one. I think what's interesting about these documentaries is that like, I know they're bad because, like, if there's like a documentary on like uh, say like a murder mystery. If you like went and asked a legal expert, I think a lot of the time they're like, yeah, man, that was pretty accurate. Like that's what happened okay. with that murder. They right. got to the bottom of it. But in nutrition ones, like you you speak to anyone that knows about nutrition, they're usually like, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. And the only people that think it's good are like common general pop people who like don't know anything about nutrition whatsoever. Mm, so easily convinced. That's it. That's the only people. And yeah, there was a second one. yeah I do remember that he brought yeah. out a second supersize. Like no one's watching by that point. He's made his point. <laughs> Uh, and I think the the first point we got here with why they suck is because the they never ever bring any new science. So like all the new science is already out there. Everyone that knows about nutrition is like already seen the science and like made up their mind. And then they just bring out a documentary pretending they've like uncovered new science. It's obviously the science has been out for years at this point. And they're just like, how can we twist the existing science to make up some cool new story? Yeah. So. Uh, where do you want to get started? Whether we're going to unpack, we don't. We're not going to unpack each of them, but we no. could unpack piece by piece, kind of why they don't work and some of the hidden agendas that are behind them. Um, but before we before we get into the weeds, one quick comment, and it's mostly to do with the uh, the funding behind these films. And this is 
somewhat different to research studies, but almost somewhat similar. Remember the people that fund these things, if it doesn't go the way they want it to go, you know, because someone in these documentaries, the, the thing, okay, so how do, how do people get paid for documentaries, right? So they get views, Netflix, so like the Kanye documentary, the guy that gave that footage, I think he made like $150 million out of it, right? And, and Netflix paid him that money because they know the amount of new subscribers or the eyeballs or the people that are going to come and watch this on the platform, we run the maths on our algorithms. That is what it's worth for us to pay it because it's going to retain. But did they pay him to make it in the first place? No, 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 they paid him for the footage. Yes. I think maybe he, he he put it together and like he may have helped, but like mm. he had all the original footage. Um, so what is the incentive for how this film is going to make? Uh, like how is it going to make money? Well, that's one way, right? You're going to put on Netflix. It's going to generate a lot of hype, a lot of money as well. But why else would this film? be put out there is there's it, it's not going to attract that many people right it's not going to be as big as a Kanye documentary necessarily it's going to get some eyeballs but the people that are behind it they're going to have to benefit from it another way right financially financially yeah. right if they're going to be some way if they're going to hire people if they're going to get Arnold Schwarzenegger on board to make comments all throughout a documentary there is some reason that Arnold is on there yeah, like if you were just going to make any movie to make money, you would never make a diet. Yeah, <laughs> documentary. Arnold doesn't go on a, that. Arnold doesn't go on a documentary unless he's making money, right? Yeah. Unless there's something in it for him, right? And so you've got to understand all these people that are involved in this. There is something in it for him. They're not just doing it because they're bored, but there is some way that they'll make money out of this, and that is part of the agenda that plays into how they narrate these films and how they craft these films. Because what people forget about documentaries is, yes, they are reporting on live and real events but what they're not doing is they're not they're still scripting a narrative they're still scripting it towards a story they're still it's like those um reality tv shows right they uh, you were on fucking shark tank right yeah. that you were there that was real that was a real conversation you had but i went for 50 minutes and yeah. we watched a three minute segment yeah. and you're like that was not my reaction to that question they said or when they ripped me here that's not how I responded. Yeah. They just mix it up and they changed it. So that is what happens a little bit in documentaries is that they go, okay, well, that doesn't really suit the agenda. Yeah. So like, let's mix this in here. So that you got to appreciate that that's happening as well. Should be said. Yeah, people always that are interviewed in documentaries, usually they come out and be like, that's like totally different to what I actually said in the documentary. Yeah, always. Because they, you know, they pull it apart yeah. and, and make it like yeah. funny or whatever. It's a good story. And I think that um, part of the reason that they become so convincing to just regular people is just... I think they're just kind of enjoyable to watch and you just yeah, like the movie. Entertainment. Yeah, you're like, I just like the movie and then wrapped up in liking it, then you're like, oh, so I believe the message. Yeah. you know, But they've actually got nothing to do with each other. The, the, the interesting part is like, because we watch it with such a different lens, the second that we smell bullshit or the second that bullshit comes across, the whole thing's ruined for us. But what I can tell with the other people that mm. I'm watching it with, they're like, I'm really into this. That's so interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know this. And I'm like, that, <laughs> first thing that they went into is a complete lie everything else from here i assume is going to be a lie yeah but the average person doesn't know that yeah like game changers like three minutes in anyone in the study of nutrition was like i'm not did we I'm watch that together in the cinema did. yeah 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 and like it was appalling i almost stood up the first one <laughs> yeah they thought they said because nate diaz is a vegan he beat up conor mcgregor i'm like one he won the first one he lost the second one and two he's not a vegan it's a lie <laughs> He eats vegetarian sometimes. Yeah, I checked out when the guy did the battle ropes for an hour. <laughs> and and then uh, and then the next one, I think, which is it, it also preys upon people that actually think that you're like going to get to the best diet. 
Right. It preys upon people that just really fundamentally don't even understand nutrition. Magic and they're pill. like, yeah, man, like so many of them are like, yeah, so like we, we, we did this documentary to find out the best diet. It's mm. like, well, that's a stupid documentary. Yeah. Because you're not going to find out the best diet. So like already, I think the fundamental like whole reason behind the documentary is, is terrible. Yeah. Like most of the clients we work with at the gym, man down, most of the clients that we work with at the gym, they're, uh, what have you tried for nutrition before? It's not, okay, well, like I tried these macros and then like I went on these supplement plan and then like I ran this cycle of like surplus mm. into this deficit and this and that. No, it's like tried intermittent fasting. I've tried vegan. I've tried keto. Yeah. They just try fads and this is just praise on that, right? You go to the diet section of any bookstore. What do you see? Keto, vegan, paleo you just see all the mm. big fads right that's like all it is it literally is it is yeah there's it's no a library of fads and it's all listed it's like one two three yeah. four five six eight top ten nutrition books and they're all just fads right there's nothing like i mean james smith's book there was yeah, for a while that's the first time the it, only ones, there wasn't yeah. a fad book yeah. there right in the nutrition section that's pretty rare but for he nutrition. almost made it by like not being a fad book yeah like yeah. he had to like work not on a the fad, fad book thing. yeah not a fad <laughs> book. <laughs> not a fad book it's like this is not a fad <laughs> that's what he called it yeah. not a diet book right so that's why it worked um yeah, no, it makes sense. Like they are preying on what they know is like what people want. It was just a magic bullet and it's just not, it's not true. No, and it, it even like some things I think that people think are like obvious, right? Like say the sugar films, like how bad sugar is for you. I still think those documentaries are, are really misleading. Right. But the guy's like, oh, I just like cut out sugar and like everything was perfect. And it's like, no, like there still is way more than this to sugar. And for a lot of people, sugar is not even that bad. But I feel like in the general population, somehow that becomes like, even to question that is like, insane yeah you know like questioning cigarettes or something like that yeah well, they just put such bad foundational beliefs in people's heads about things and then that filter that they see the whole nutritional world through and every single food after that it just becomes like so hard for people like us to undo that they come to us and they think but dude like fasting is like mm. how i optimize for <laughs> my entire life it's like it's, i have better sex when i'm fasting like i'm smarter <laughs> when i'm fasting like i'm stronger when i I'm don't fasting. get hungry yeah like, yes you do yeah so, <laughs> otherwise right. you would die we we've got a lot to unpack here but it just came from like one stupid scene in a documentary talking about mm. like fasting and it showed some b-roll of like a cancer cell disappearing and now we're just vulnerable as humans yeah that's that's the crux of it and then this last one which i think is probably the reason why it's like so hard for people to get their head around while these documentaries are terrible is that the body is just incredibly good at adapting so pretty much every decent diet will work or work for some people out there so you can always make a documentary about someone that like did a diet yeah. and was like, dude, changed my life. Got off this medication, lost this weight, won the gold medal. Like there's, <laughs> there's got to be a gold medalist in the Olympics on every diet. Yeah. 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 There's some dude like, uh, you know, what was that guy on Joe Rogan recently? He's like, I only eat pasta and pizza. Uh, I think he's a UFC fighter. So yeah. I'm like quite big. UFC. He's like, I only, it's like, yeah, I'm sure there's that. Right. There's everything. I'm shocked you watch a UFC podcast with on Joe Rogan. Yeah, we well, only eat pasta and pizza. Uh, Con, if you search that, like, only eat pa pizza and pasta, we'll... Uh, we'll Wait, you what? Is this a clip? Is clip. This Joe yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, it's yeah. a clip. Yeah, that makes sense. No, yeah, I, look, I, I'm in agreement with you here. I, I... We know that for so many people, any diet works. Yeah, you can tell me. Sorry, it's jujitsu. Mikey Musemichi. I don't know. Never heard of him? No, oh, never wow. heard of him. No, I'm not really into grappling jujitsu, so... MMA yeah. champion only he only eats pizza and pasta. That's all he eats. No, that's what he said. No, like, he's, like, no, no. he said that's like pretty much. No, no, he's IBJJF. So that's like some kind of international Brazilian Jiu Jitsu federation. Right, okay. Yeah, it's like grappling. Now the grappling world is is very different. 
It's untested. They're grappling well. Oh, okay. So he's also juiced. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, they got all the Olympians. They're all he's juiced. Jacked right? so, yeah, and yeah, dude. Yeah, dude they like, left that out of the juiced out of his juice juiced out of his mind. Um but yeah, no, I I agree. Like I think that um, you know, there's a famous story. We had we had someone on the podcast and they were the nutritionist or they were involved in nutrition at some point at the Olympics and they saw Usain Bolt eat the fucking he was walking around before his 100 meter race with a McDonald's bag eating chicken nuggets in the food hall. And that was before he went and set the world record. Dude, they, he should have done a sponsorship. Imagine that. What do you mean? McDonald's sponsorship. How much they would have paid him? Dude, no, <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. But yeah, the, the thing is, at the end of the day, the last people you want to go and take diet advice from or use as examples are outliers. Yeah. Like the, they put doc, people on the documentary, they go, Conor McGregor or Nate Diaz eats this diet. That's a fucking elite athlete. Are you an elite athlete? Like they're a bit of an outlier to to you. You want the person on there that is is almost identical to you in so many ways, lifestyle wise and whatever. And this is the nutrition they were. The other people they had on one of those films was like NFL players. It's like, yeah. and this whole NFL team shifted their diet to this. I'm like, NFL players. <laughs> the top one, the most popular sport in America played by the most kids, the top 1% of the 1% of the 1%. And they switched their diet over. They're fucking elite athletes. And they've, and they've been doing it for four months. Yeah. <laughs> Less. Yeah, they did it for six weeks. You couldn't... Yeah, like you just couldn't have uh, literally a more irrelevant point. Yeah. So that that's the one thing people fall, fall for is they point to the outlier and they go... They attribute it to that is why they're an outlier because they have that special diet. They Because they have that thing. I'll tell you why they're a fucking outlier because their parents are more genetically superior than your parents. That's what makes them a fucking outlier. That's the harsh reality. People don't want to accept. You, you just... Your genes can make up for a lot of diets, right? People that have terrible genetics, they can't eat 5,000 mm. foods on the planet. They can eat three foods. Oh, well, this, you know, gluten makes me celiac and, you know, I eat this peanut thing and I have an anaphylactic shock and, you know, I try this protein powder, but, you know, it's toxic to my system. It's like, dude, you got fucking shit genetics mm. for this stuff. Like, that's just the reality, right? Someone with great genetics, <laughs> they, look, <laughs> they look like they're cut from stone and it's like you ask them what they eat and he's like, oh, I eat chicken nuggets and I'm the fastest yeah. man in the world. And I look like an Adonis. How often do you go to the gym? Oh, it's like whenever they make me. Mm -hmm. Once every now and then to film a YouTube video. It's like, dude, you're just lost in the genetic lottery. I'm sorry. This is like, this diet is not for you. So there's a lot of like misleading information. But like I said before, people are just dumb, right? They just can't piece that stuff together. So once eventually, once you start piecing the clues together um, and then maybe you've got to like try a few diets and realize they don't work for you, that's when people become, they wise up to this stuff and they they eventually come around to good nutritional advice yeah. and they understand, look, it comes down to macros and calorie balance and this diet fits into it and this diet fits into it and this diet doesn't fit into it and et cetera. And so eventually once everyone gets to that point, then they, they don't believe the hype as much. Yeah. Yeah. They, perfect world. I would just not engage in these at all. You almost want to ban yeah. them from Netflix. The only one ever that's been good, it's not even really a diet documentary, is Icarus, the drugs <laughs> documentary, right? That's it's not like, a diet. It's not really like it's like almost in the same vein, like of what they were putting in their bodies to get good. That's the only one that was accurate. <laughs> yeah, that was very. The Russians accurate. were juicing. They were juicing. Yeah. So if you could create a to round this out, if you could create a diet documentary, what would you do? The problem with those is like they always everyone always says, oh, why do they make a good one? It's like because no one wants to fund it, right? Right. Because Len Norton's going to put up ten million dollars for me to yeah, yeah. make a documentary about it. Ah, uh, man, I think probably the only good one I would want to do would be like a documentary into why all these documentaries are appalling. Yeah. 
kind of like the people. documentary version of this podcast. Yeah, it would just be like, hey, like they're all bullshit. So, like the vegan one was bullshit, the sugar one was bullshit, like the red meat one was bullshit, and all, all these, and then just basically leave it at that. And like, oh, okay, cool. I'll never watch another one again. Mm. I didn't realize how terrible they were. You know what I would actually do is I would create a doco um, on like every single person. It would be like a research study, right? So it would be the documentary would be okay. We're taking the world's top ten most popular diets, right? And we're taking what do you mean? Like uh, I guess vegan, um, keto, keto, paleo, Mediterranean, fucking whatever, low fat, yeah, all this shit, right? All the world's most popular yeah. diets that have all been researched in, in research studies. And we're going to take a sample size of 100 people, right? And we're going to follow them around for a year. And they're going to only eat this diet. What is six months? And we're going to like just like randomly mix and match diets. So we're going to get like someone from China. We're going to get someone mm. from Russia. All so all different types of people, different genetics, right? But um, have some consistency with like, they're all going to be uh, 35 to 40 year old men. With, with kids or something, for example, right? So there is like some consistency there. Um, and then go, okay, so uh, mix all the diets up, have a control group, whatever, like really sound yeah. research study, have like good scientists on board and then set like the same goal. It's like who can uh, improve the best body composition, who can mo- lose the most body fat, who can like gain the most muscle, et cetera, et cetera, with like the same training program, which would honestly be like 10,000 steps a day. I'd keep it pretty simple. I yeah. wouldn't bring exercise into it because then there's too many factors, yeah. right? Like form and technique and like who reported the weights properly and this guy did fucking extra push-ups or some shit or like this yeah. guy's just like more mentally tough. Everyone can do 10,000 steps. And then I would just like report all the findings, like blood work, like mineral analysis, like all these different things, all these factors, all these counterfactors, all this stuff. And I just draw the conclusion that every fucking research study in the world eventually draws, which is like, it comes down to like how much protein you're having. It comes down like the, uh, the fat and the thing composition doesn't change that much. And like in this group, these people got this result and this result and this result. And this is like 100% consistency with all the studies and the research we already have. And like, just like kind of close the chapter on it a little bit. And it's like it would be good. I I feel like no one would watch it. It'd Man, be, it'd I be think really it's, boring. Uh, no, I don't ten thousand steps. That's it. That's <laughs> no, so it would boring. be it'd be a short documentary. It'd be like fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> be a YouTube video. But I think I think if you yeah. did that in the same way that you prey on the insecurities and the lack of knowledge that the general pop has around nutrition you would help them conclude and realize that, oh, wait, it didn't matter what diet they ate. As long as yeah. they covered these macronutrients, these groups still ended up in the best position. Yeah, or, that would actually be enlightening for it'd me. Be a, yeah, it'd it be didn't like, matter. That would be the result. It didn't matter. It'd be like, if you could guess, like who would be the worst yeah. off? You think it's the high carb Pretty guy, much like, no difference. Yeah, it's like, and this guy was actually fine and this guy's the same and it doesn't yeah. matter. And you'd be like, oh, wow. It's just somewhat, when it's just presented to you in a documentary with people and the people are talking back to you and you're like, that's a person. Mm. It just it just hits home differently, right? So that's why anecdotes work better than research because we're dumb um, and we're emotional. So is that it? Is we rounding it out? All right. Thank you so much for tuning into this video. Uh, if you guys enjoyed it, I'm um, looking down the barrel of this camera. If you guys enjoyed it, hit the thumbs up button, hit the subscribe button, and then uh, leave us a comment down below as well. And uh, we'll tune in for the next video, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.